What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sound Money Podcast. I'm your co-host here, Steve McGarry. And on this special episode, I sit down with Blake Jameson, the really kind of legendary artist in the NFT space right now, and just a fantastic guy going through his background, learning his history, and learning what got him into creating artwork of athletes is really incredible. And we sit down, go through some of his background, what led him up to creating NFTs now, and it's a fantastic conversation. We talk about the collaboration that we're doing with Grow Your Base, and it is a really great talk. So without further ado, let's jump right into my interview here on the Sound Money Podcast with Blake Jameson. What is up, guys? I am here with Blake Jameson, the well-known artist. How's it going, Blake? Going great, man. Living the dream. Excellent. Excellent. So... Before we get into what you're working on right now, uh, which is very exciting, what's your background? What brought you into creating art and uh, especially creating art using NFTs? Sure. Uh, all right. Well, I grew up in a very creative household. Uh, my dad was a photographer. And then basically when he had me, kind of gave up photography to pursue computer programming as the computer industry was like taking off. Um, my mom was also super creative. She's been making like mosaics and sculptures ever since I can remember. And so I was always encouraged to create, paint, make stuff uh, as a kid. And I always enjoyed it. But I kind of had convinced myself or let society convince me that art wasn't a viable career path. And so I opted not to go to art school. And instead, I studied economics at UC Davis. And this is like, despite my parents encouraging me to either study art or minor in art or explore art history or something like that. Mm -hmm. So studied economics. Uh, when I got out of college, it was kind of when social media marketing was really taking off. And so I was able to get into basically the digital marketing career with no formal training in that field, but there wasn't any formal training for that field at the time. Uh, so for the next almost decade, I worked in digital marketing and that gave me some creative flexibilities to, you know, do graphic design for clients or video editing or copywriting, but wasn't as ultimately wasn't as challenging as uh, or creatively stimulating as I would have liked for my full-time career. Right. So at the age of 30, I decided to quit my full-time job and uh, do something that I enjoyed doing every day, which is painting. And so that was six years ago. And fortunately, because I didn't have the background in the painting side, like the art side, uh, I did have this background in marketing. So I've always had a little bit of, um, I guess, a competitive advantage in the arts space uh, with kind of my marketing background. And so I knew that it was going to be important for me to figure out who my niche, you know, who do I paint for uh, and what are they like? And uh, eventually that led me to professional athletes. And so over the last three years um, of my six years as a full-time artist, I've spent painting exclusively professional athletes, mostly for the athletes themselves. Sometimes that's commissioned by the athletes. Sometimes it's the wife or the girlfriend. Sometimes it's the agent, you know, as a, as a gift. Um, and so that's been treating me really well uh, for the last few years, a year and a half ago, I was approached by tops baseball cards to turn my art into, into baseball cards. Um, and uh, can you, can you do that later? thanks. Uh, turn my art into baseball cards. And, and that's been really great too, because it gets my art into homes thousands at a time instead of one at a time, uh, doing these paintings for athletes. 
And so that was exciting. And that has kind of led me to today with NFT stuff, uh, just like Tops was able to scale my business in a new way and get my art into more homes. I think that NFTs has provides opportunities to do something similar. And also, I just think that the so far mostly unused capabilities of NFTs with all of the unlockable content and how you know tokens could adapt or change over time and, and all these different exciting things that are on the horizon, um, I think it's just going to be like exponential growth uh, for my brand as an artist. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. And so I started, I, I think I minted my first NFT like summer of last year. So it's been, I mean, almost a year now, which seems like a long time ago, but I also, I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know how to market it. And also like there wasn't the hype that there is now. So for a long time, like I just minted a few things and tinkered around uh, and I really started selling my NFTs this year in 2021 uh, with a little bit more focused effort in what I'm creating and for what platform uh, and how I release it. And, you know, with everything that we've seen with athlete and artists kind of coming together to release these NFTs, we saw with Gronk and Patty Mahomes and, you know, every day I feel like I see a new announcement. Um, you know, I've got 400 professional athletes that I've painted for over the last few years. And a lot of them are starting to reach out to me to do these collaboration projects, um, which just brought me to today. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it, funny, funny story um, is that my, my mom is actually a visual artist. So very similarly, uh, I grew up doing you know, hand painting, oil pastels, you know, all the, the fun artistic things, um, you know, charcoal, all that all that stuff. And my mom got me really into that. And I attribute a lot of creativity that I have towards, you know, her, her, uh, very similarly to you, you know, that upbringing around creativity and really trying to lean into it. And I think that that's, it's really exciting now to see that it's, it's able to be monetized for people. People are able to make these, uh, beautiful pieces and, and put them out digitally for people to purchase and one of the things that happened when I told my mom about this, I was like, Hey, you know, you, you're using the physical canvases, your oil pastels and things like that. And, um, your oil paints to, to paint. What do you think about this, this digital revolution? And she had uh, a really interesting kind of pushback on it, which was, she was like, it's not the same as an original. And I thought that was so, uh, interesting from her perspective, having, you know, gone to art school and she did all the the visual art um, concepts for years. So what are your thoughts on, you know, how, how disruptive are NFTs when it comes to your background in physical art, where you're doing these beautiful pieces for professional athletes to now digital? What are your, what are your thoughts there? And what is the improvement there? Well, I think, uh, I hate to disagree, but I think it, it, it is like an original, um, I also like the one way that I've kind of come to grips with it all, because a lot of people have a hard time understanding, like, what is this, this digital thing I can look at a picture of and, and, you know, whatever, I own it, what the significance of that is. And I think that if you look at a few things, number one, just stocks in publicly traded companies, uh, you know, people are buying stocks, they don't get anything in the mail, they're not holding anything, but they own something that's intangible but exists right and so i think that i look at nfts the same way especially if you're looking at it from an investment standpoint of like buying nfts or of artists that you think are 
going to have a success, more successful career than maybe where they're at then. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is like, if you look at esports, um, you know, I enjoy video games as much as the next person. I'm no competitive player, but like, I like it. And I know that in these games, you can buy what are called skins, which change the look of your character or some of your items. Doesn't change the gameplay, doesn't give you any extra features, doesn't make you better at the game, but it makes you look different. And, you know, that's a huge market. It's a huge industry and people spend a lot of money to make their characters look the way that they want so that they can have kind of that persona online. And so, again, you get this thing, the skin that doesn't do anything tangible. You can't hold anything, but just you get this special experience. And so I think between those two parallels is really what made it click for me of like why NFTs are, uh, are sought after, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the founders of Nifty Gateway, they said it really well, which was how I described it to my mom, was the signature that she has on her original paintings. You know, she signs all the bottom right-hand corners of these paintings yep. to show that they're the original. And that it was her intent to say, this is an authentic piece of my work. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, in, at the core of these NFTs, if you're minting, you know, a hundred of your pieces, but they're coming from your original contract, that's your signature. That's like your, your cool cursive signature, however you sign your name. And I think that that, that's how she kind of connected the dots and said like, okay, I get that the intent of, of, uh, you know, Monet or Dolly with their signatures to verify that it was truly theirs and came from them. And right. I loved, I loved seeing that bridge connect with her when it was um, truly. Yeah. Truly and the crazy thing there too, I mean, a great parallel is that like, if someone replicated her work, brush stroke for brush stroke, including the signature and did it using the exact same materials she used, you know, everything the same, so much that maybe side by side to her own piece, she couldn't even tell the difference. Mm -hmm. That would never, that would never be an issue on the blockchain because we have that original signature, that account that it was minted from. So that's exciting for me. I mean, I, I think to be honest, as an artist, I think like the, the whole forgery market is fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, I love, and, and like a lot of times these forgers that, you know, are forging like old masters are extremely talented artists and they've just figured out, you know, that copying some other work and forging a work is the best way for them to like capitalize on that. It's, it's fascinating. And, and now it'll be interesting to see like how that market changes and shifts as like more things either go online and be tokenized or maybe have a corresponding token that is the certificate of authenticity of a work which is something that I plan on basically uh, instituting this year and hopefully forever of like every piece, new piece that I do will have an NFT that goes with it. That's the certificate of authenticity um, that will then prove essentially the legitimacy of the real painting, right? If somebody has both, uh, then you know, it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the concept that artists are kind of at the forefront here. I think that it's, it's very, exciting to me, obviously with, uh, you know, being in my immediate family, having an artist. Um, and I, I think that a lot of people haven't quite grasped that, that the really creative artists are all the ones pushing, uh, the, the needle here. And I think that that's something that's wildly underrepresented already in the space. Like a lot of people think that it's primarily technologists and things like that, but now you have this cool mixture 
of the developers shaking hands with the, the artists and creating mm -hmm. something beautiful um, that I don't think has ever really happened before. I think there's like the printing press. Maybe that's the closest possible <laughs> innovation yeah. between creatives. But I, I think it's just a really exciting, uh, exciting time. So what are you working on now? You, you, you partnered with Tops, and uh, what does that look like? Like, what are you, what are you making for them? Sure. So uh, the set that I, the set of Tops that I'm involved with this year, this is my third set with Tops, is a, it's a group set. So there's 51 artists. We're each making 20 card designs. And unlike some of the previous sets I've done with Tops, we get to choose our own players. We get to choose our own images. Cool. Uh, we're not given any, really any guidance we, and there's no rules. Um, well, there's very few rules. And so it's fun because I'm getting to, you know, paint portraits of some of my favorite baseball players and uh, then get, they get released as, and printed as baseball cards. And so on tops.com, I have a new card that releases about every three weeks uh, as the cadence that varies a little just because there's so many artists and we're all kind of alternating days, mm -hmm. but um that's one project that I'm working on. Uh, to be honest, like I paint a lot of things every year, typically between 150 and 200 paintings per year. And so tops being 20 of those paintings this year is actually a pretty small percentage. And so, you know, maybe one day a week, uh, I might be focused on exclusively on top stuff and then kind of tinkering here and there. Uh, beyond that, you know, with, with having like 400 past professional athletes that I've painted portraits for and now everyone's seeing these nfts uh gain momentum uh, like i mentioned earlier a, a handful of them are starting to reach out about doing collaborations and and sometimes it's also athletes that i hadn't previously worked with uh and so there are um probably a half a dozen uh nft collabs uh somewhere in along the uh, the production cycle right uh the first one slated to launch on april 12th which is super exciting um and that's a collab with grow your base damian lillard uh and myself as well as some other artists that i've kind of uh, brought onto my team so we have a phenomenal 3d kind of uh motion animator and an illustrator and myself as a painter and so the, the three of us are working on some kind of complete collections with these athletes that we'll be launching as nfts uh as soon as mid-april Nice. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. Uh, I think that it's going to be a very, uh, a very cool and our first, you know, really big, um, you know, athletic, I guess you could call it or athlete focused collab. We've done mm -hmm. some collabs with smaller artists in the past, and this is definitely going to be a super exciting, uh, partnership. So I'm super eager to see the designs and things like that. John showed me um, some glimpses of it, but yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. It's coming together. It's looking really good. So one, one thing that I get asked a lot, um, is how to get started. So let's say somebody out there right now is an artist. They've been an artist for 10 years. They're creating art at home and they've just come across this interview or they're, they've come across some of your pieces. Mm -hmm. How did you learn through everything. I like to say learn through just because there's just so much here. And what would you recommend these, uh, all the artists out there to help them bring them into what, what type of technology you're using? 
Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, and I, I imagine that a lot of artists are probably the same, especially if they're analog artists that are working, you know, with paint or canvas is I'm a very hands-on person. And so I learn best by just trying something myself. Uh, you know, I can read all day long of best practices and opportunities and shiny objects. Uh, but personally, I'm just a fan of going out and trying it. And so the way that I did that is I signed up for at first getting kind of my wallet end set up. And so for people that are listening, this is like a digital, well, digital wallet, right? That holds your currency and holds your NFTs and it follows you around the internet. And so setting up, uh, I think for simplicity, I use Coinbase, um, which connects to my bank and allows me to use US dollars to buy Ethereum. Uh, then I set up MetaMask which is a Google Chrome extension. And that uh, allows you to connect to all of the different NFT, mar most of the NFT marketplaces. Um, so I think those are the first two steps, at least that I took. Uh, and then from there, you know, there's a ton of different platforms that you can release art on and they're all different levels of curation. And by that, I mean, the ones that are highly curated have a harder, a more rigorous application and a longer time horizon to get approved. So a platform like Super Rare, uh, which I've seen a lot of success on, uh, fortunately, I got in really early when, there, when it only took like two weeks to get a profile approved. And now, you know, I have artist friends who applied to Super Rare two months ago and they still haven't heard back. Wow. Um, so that's like a curated platform. Nifty Gateway is another example, very curated. And then we have the other end of the spectrum, uh, in my opinion, is like OpenSea, Rarible, um, these platforms that essentially let anyone sign up and create immediately the same day that they make their account. Um, and so I think that's a really good place to start. I think OpenSea is, is a platform that I'm probably most excited about just in terms of like belief in the company and like the long-term plan. I think that, uh, I think the nifty gateway is going to stick around, but, and I think OpenSea is going to stick around, but all these other platforms, I have no idea what they're, what their long-term plan is and whether or not they're going to be around in one, five, 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and part of the reason that I say open that I'm confident open is going to be around is because they just raised $23 million uh, from Mark Cuban and some very, very reputable big VC firms. Right. So they have the backing and they have the clout and they already have done successful drops with Gronk. They did the bleacher report um, kind of artist basketball collab. Um, yeah. So I think open is probably the best and simplest and cheapest for gas fees. So a lot of, uh, a lot of benefits. Yeah. Yeah. They've done a great job. Um, they've done a fantastic job, like keeping up with design, keeping it smooth, keeping it easy to use. And I think that they're, they're doing great things. They've become quite, quite the hub for, mm -hmm. for NFTs for sure. Well, those are pretty much all the questions I have for you. Where can people go and learn more about what you're working on, Blake? Yeah. So my website is blake.art. And on all social media platforms, if you just search Blake Jamison, you'll find me. It's spelled J-A-M-I-E-S-O-N. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited about the collab that we're doing together with Grow Your Base. Likewise. And it's going to be a lot of fun. This year is going to be crazy for everybody. Uh, but thanks so much for coming on the show. Of course.